welcome to the Joyfulness Broadcast. So I just watched Surviving Death Episode 6. Was recommended that episode. I watched it. It was really, really, really good. Really helpful. Super helpful. I'll tell you why it's helpful. So Episode 6 is about reincarnation. And it basically presents this all these childhood cases where children would remember in really, really specific detail um, what they would refer to as their past life like in one scenario the kid said no it was my other mom and then described he was even able to say who he was in a past life he knew the name knew what happened to him that he was murdered and there was um the, the name of his mom and he was able to identify his parents um when when presented with different photos he'd be like yeah that's that that's the playground I went to that's this blah blah blah, blah. and then there's this other one there's this other scenario which I want to speak to here because it's really helpful. It's been really helpful for me. Um, and so it can be for you too. Is this kid that remembered that in past life he was a pilot and he and he died um, in, a, in a crash, in a plane crash. And he was having night, night terrors from a very young age for, I think they said like months or years, like a very long time. Um, then suddenly he just told them he's like yeah in part i was a pilot my plane crashed and that's how i died and then he started giving detail of what what like what um boat he was on and blah 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 blah. anyway all this details that are incredible for a child <laughs> to to know and i remember there's this scene he's like yeah he even knew his dad was saying he's like so my six-year-old son was telling me how to make napalm. <laughs> and he just laughed. He's like, how the hell did he know that? <laughs> um, it's, it's just a really good episode. would highly recommend it. But the what I got out of it um, was seeing that, that trauma, that all those emotional, that intensity, emotional intensity of of like crashing in a plane that is headed when you're gonna die and you know it so that dread as he called it and although all the intense emotional storm that was that arose at the time actually is still with that that guy so he's now in a new body but with a new name and a new personality and new likes and dislikes. But the emotion, the emotions that he carries with him, I think Eckhart Tolle refers to this as the pain body. That still stays with him. That's still there. And even when he recalls the memories, even as an adult, he starts to get emotional, which indicates that there is an emotional response obviously meaning that there's emotions there associated with that so that's like really really helpful to contextualize our feelings because often there's feelings that come up that seem like unreasonable or strange it's like why is this why is it why am i feeling like this maybe something small happens and there's a big burst of huge emotional trigger or maybe it's just a strange 
array of feelings that are misunderstood or not understood. And that can be scary. And that doesn't help us in welcoming the feeling. But what does help in welcoming feelings, that's the whole point of this this episode, is just to present some information that helps welcome feelings automatically, is realizing through even something like this documentary, you'll if you watch it, the... <laughs> The cases are really convincing. It's like, even with the map of consciousness and all that, and hearing about past lives and seeing the calibrations for myself, that's like on the intellectual level. But as I was really seeing these cases, it, it went more to the emotional level, and I could just resonate with it more. So just watching this documentary was really helpful. It made the feelings more acceptable, because there's all these feelings that we think we think just from if we think of ourselves as this body and this mind and don't extend that context a lot of the feelings are really intense and just don't make any sense however if we look back further if we were able to see all our past lives then every feeling we had would just make total sense we would see what we did we would see what happened we would see what choices were made would see the consequences for the individuals involved and then every feeling would just like totally make sense be like oh right yeah no matter if, no no matter no wonder i'm feeling crappy about myself no matter no wonder there's so much anger no wonder there's so much dread no wonder there's so much guilt uh and that is to me the benefit of past lives understanding past lives because i made an episode about it in the past (laughs) in the past um and i just wanted to clarify it here that it's not for entertainment like that's that's one way to go about past lives but it's pointless it's just entertainment what's a lot more beneficial and enjoyable honestly and helpful is to research into past lives for the purpose of contextualizing feelings because to when we re-experience what we what we did in the past or what happened in the past when we remember it and re re-experience it then suddenly we we go back to that time and we feel everything we felt at that time and then we realize that everything we felt at that time is what we're feeling right now and it has never actually left us it's still there and in contextualizing like in contextualizing the feelings in this way we're then able to come to a place of acceptance it's a lot easier to come to a place of acceptance and be like ah okay there you go makes sense like this is how it is and then we can move forward a lot easier with allowing the feelings letting them be there because within ourselves we have seen where they have come from we have understood the source and so automatically there is an acceptance that comes from this understanding and that is the value of researching past lives then the question comes on to how can we research our past lives well there's two ways I'm aware of that I can share with you. One way I have heard of, but I have not myself experienced. Another way 
I have also heard of and am like undergoing ex- exploring that avenue now. So what the, the first one is via the map of consciousness, which is David R. Hawking's research. We can calibrate. So if you have available maybe some a friend, trusted friend, someone who's integrous, someone who's aligned with truth, then you can muscle test with them and check out check it out for yourself. So you can say statements like um, this, whatever I'm feeling is in relation to a past life, blah, blah, blah. Muscle test, is it true? Okay, that's true. And then you could see, then you just sort of intuit, you just see something might pop up in mind. That's what intuition is to me. It's just something pops up in mind. Like, why did it pop up then? It just pops up. And so you intuit it and you're like, oh, okay, so you might intuit, oh, I must have been a thief or I must have been a real dick or I must have really done some not some questionable things, atrocious things, <laughs> um, in my case, I suspect. And that's where this is coming from. And you muscle test and you get yes. And you're like, oh, cool. And so then you could go into more specific details. So you just intuit it and verify via muscle testing. So this one is really cool. So it's basically intuiting combined with a verification through muscle testing. That's really powerful because sometimes whilst our intuition is like super, super useful, sometimes like there's, we might think something and it's not accurate. That's why the verification is really um, important, really helpful via the map of consciousness. That's actually something I might explore further. Anyway, that's not something I've had experience with. Just haven't gone around to it. Um, But I'll have to look for a partner to muscle test with so I can test out all these things and I'll let you know how it goes. Anyway, that's something you can look into further via book like Power vs. Force or even just by um, Googling Hawking's muscle testing on YouTube. Now, when you are looking at this on YouTube, just will share, I always recommend like going to the source, going to David Hawking's himself, learning through his book or through Veritas Publishing which is an organization that um, his wife still takes care of. So Hawking has passed, but his wife is running that uh, Veritas Publishing or running it or like playing a major role in it. So that's just to speak to the integrity of it. Look to the source because everyone's going to have different interpretations. The way to minimize, mitigate error is to go directly to the source. Because people might be really convinced that they have a certain view and that it's right. But just because someone's convinced of something and it seems convincing doesn't mean it's true. That's why it's always advisable to go directly to the source, to go to Hawking's himself. Via a book, via a lecture series, there's so many, so many avenues of research available to you. On Audible, you can look up lots. There's literally like a lot. There's a lot. I'm going to say hundreds. I don't know perhaps but there's a lot definitely over 10 definitely over 20 anyway the exact number irrelevant (laughs) um but there's a lot of of lecture series on audible available on audible so if you're an audible member like super this isn't sponsored by audible maybe in the future it will be if you work at audible uh please please reach out (laughs) i'd be happy for audible to sponsor this uh, podcast if you're not from Audible, then you can get that if you'd like to. Anyway, so enough about Audible. 
The other way is to relive or re-experience it for yourself. And what Hawking's recommended was self-hypnosis. Now, I'm not trained in self-hypnosis, so self-hypnosis, which is basically like a super relaxed state, getting into a super deep relaxed state, um, and then reliving that. My understanding with that is basically as you get into this relaxed state, you can basically just use your intention as a magnet to pull up whatever you want. So if you want to see what happened in, in, in a certain life or where this is coming from, in that super relaxed state, you're able to access these subtle, subtler parts of, of us. We are able to access these subtle parts of us. That's my understanding based on my own experiences recently. Um, I haven't actually had experience with the self-hypnosis. I tried a YouTube video once. It wasn't very effective. Like, it was okay. I guess my mind is just, like, very, uh, it's very defensive. It's very, like, chattery and intellectual. <laughs> so it's hard to just relax via going to deep relaxation via YouTube video. But what did help me was actually a friend of mine is, a hypno uh, is uh, in hypnosis. Yeah, hypnosis. I think that's the one. Yeah, yeah, hypnosis. And so, um, via his help, and I trust him, and a good friend, uh, we were able to go into a hyp hypnotic state, and it was really relaxing, and it was super cool to go into that, like, hyp hypnotic state. It was really, really cool. It actually did work. And he told me that that was a light hypnosis, so that was pretty cool. Um, apparently, there's even heavier hypnosis states. That's amazing. Anyway, that helped me access different parts not not in regards to past lives for that it was more about about the childhood about my childhood remembering some things um and stitching things together but um in the future we'll also do one and try out to go into past lives because he's we've talked and he's spoken like he's had clients where um they literally relive and they they are left in tears as they remember like what happened in past life and yeah it's really cool super super cool so definitely trust him um and ha have faith that it can work we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes um anyway these are the two ways of verifying or doing research into the past lives that i'm aware of now the with the second approach so the first approach is cool because you you're relying on yourself and your own intuition. The second approach is is now getting into the waters of you're giving your power to someone else. And so that's where you're going to like be careful of who you trust or, in, or who you put because you're in this suggestible state. You're in a relaxed state, um, super relaxed state. But not even that, like, you know, you're handing your power over to someone. Or, and if someone is helping you, just to scrutinize and make sure that they are worthy of, of, of being there with you and, and of helping you and of caring for you and of playing that role and that their intentions are pure. Just basically, that's the most important one, that to make sure that people's intentions are pure. <laughs> Funnily enough, the, a way to, to verify that is 
through muscle testing. So if you have a muscle testing partner, you can also verify whether there's someone who you'd like to uh, receive support from. You can hold them in mind, ask this person calibrates above 200 or their intentions are pure and either get a yes or a not yes. Muscle, the arm goes strong or it doesn't go strong. If it does go strong, it indicates they are above 200. They are, their intentions are pure. If it goes weak, then the intentions are not pure and it's best to stay away. <laughs> yeah, best to stay away. So those, those are the two approaches. Because the cool thing with Hawking's, which I'm really, really super, super, super grateful for, kind of going away from past lives for now, um, is that it talks about the downside, like the trappings along the way. I mean, take for the fact that like 50%, so at least 50% of gurus um, are, are fallen. So at the time of calibrating that, I think it was like 2002 or 2006, something along those years, 50% of the gurus at the time were fallen, meaning that maybe at one point they were in those mystical realms of experience and, and in the high 500s or whatever, um, but they fell to the luciferic temptations, meaning the traps along the way, basically. Because um, there's weaknesses, you know, the weak ego has very, very big limitations. And if we're not aware of it, it's like the, the, we're not aware of our own weaknesses, so we can't cover them. But by being aware of our weaknesses, that automatically protects us. So Hawkins would often say he's like, he has the deepest compassion for these fallen ones because he sees it as the role of the teacher or whoever was their teacher wasn't able to tell them what was ahead and what to be prepared for. And so what's really cool is Hawking's is, is he tells me, tells us, if you listen to Hawking's that, hey, you look, you know, it's not all roses and sunshine and roses. Like as you evolve, as consciousness ascends, as we let go, all these things are the same thing. They mean the same thing. As we let go and, you know, life becomes more beautiful, more joyous and enjoyable and you get into these beautiful, like, suddenly love everyone. Wow, everyone's so beautiful and you see the innocence, the beauty of, of life shines forth and radiates with increasing intensity. Well, there are pitfalls to that, potential pitfalls. Uh, for example, you love everyone, so <laughs> you also... You, you love the person as they're stealing your car. <laughs> so it's not about um, stealing, whether someone steals our car or not. It's about our own integrity and being aware that there are those that may take advantage of our, of the loving state and have malicious intentions. And there's a really good discernment Oh, it's a really good one, actually. Although everyone is innocent, not everyone is pure. Wow, that's a really good one. To do with the intentionality. You know, there are those with malicious intentions. That's just how it is. And so to be aware of that, you know, and to not put, not expect a uh, a snake 
to be a cow. <laughs> you know, a snake is, is, is innocent because it can't help but be a snake. But at the same time, if you go next to it, it's going to bite you. And that's a really helpful thing to hear, you know, to, to be aware of these, of these things, to be aware of the trappings along the way, um, and to be aware of the downside of each level, of each stage. <laughs> and there's a funny one, I remember once Hawking said, he's like, yeah, so at every stage you've got problems, <laughs> it's just that your problems are different, you know, at 400 your problems are not 500. At 500, your problems are you know, 600. This is just a joking, a joking, jesting joke. Um, not to be taken too seriously, I suspect. But it speaks to this essence that there are always challenges and the challenges change. And it's really helpful to have someone who's walked it the whole way and let you know, hey, look, when you get to this hill, you're probably going to see this boulder and this tree and there's going to be this fallen tree and you just got to make sure that the tree doesn't fall on you by going this way instead. Okay, and now you go walk it. I believe in you. Have faith. Go poof. So some someone has actually walked the path to tell us what's ahead, what to be aware of. Um, is really, really, really helpful. Super, super helpful. Anyway, that's just a little side note that I'm super grateful for. Um, and if you'd like to have access to all that, all, all those, uh, that protective wisdom, because I just truly do feel as though I am surrounded by this bubble of grace that just, just uplifts all the wings of grace, just uplifts and just protects from every, any, anything. Um, it's really, really, really nice. It's really beautiful. If you'd like to benefit from that, you're welcome to one way, one way is a way that I have, that has worked for me is, is, um, listening, just listening to, uh, Hawking's audible thingies, yeah, okay, so, that's pretty much it, just want to make a quick one, just to make it clear about my stance on past lives and how they, how I see them, as helpful and lastly just want to highlight the distinction between entertainment and research because they are different and the way to discover which one you are aligned with is to just ask yourself and honestly answer yep it's really that simple just to look within yourself and be like what do I want to get out of this is it to help me accept something is it to help contextualize to help understand help let go or is it to just see if I was Cleopatra you know that book in the past life I was Cleopatra or something like that yeah so there's different intentionalities with past life like there's I'm sure there's a whole past life circus like you know looking into all these different things um but what's important is intention always intention so what's 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 here's a question what's your intention right now when you're listening to this and when you are walking when you are talking I'll give one more example if I uh, feel or sense or if there's if I notice there's a desire to speak or to share something 
then I would often ask, ask myself inwardly, not necessarily in words, or just recognize, where is this coming from? Like, what is my intent? What is the intention underlying this urge to speak? Is it loving? Is it helpful? Is it uplifting? Is it beautiful? Or is it coming from a place of fear? Is it coming out of a desire to prove myself, to defend, to be right? And becoming aware of the intentionality behind our choices starts to expand our awareness of what's going on. And that, in my experience, is enough. Just growing in awareness of our of what motivates our choices is actually enough to start transforming our choices for the greater good or to be aligned with our most loving self. And I mean, that's pretty cool, isn't it? We don't have to do anything. It's just a willingness to question and become aware of that which we are not yet aware of. Isn't that cool? I think is pretty cool. Anyway, hope you enjoy your day. Thanks for spending 25 minutes with me. If you like this podcast, you're welcome to share it with a friend or two. Um, and if you do know anyone at Audible and you, you reckon they'd sponsor this podcast, I reckon that would be pretty cool, don't you? I think that would be pretty cool. So let, let, reach out, let me know if you'd like to um, help with that. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, have a wonderful day. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.